When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jumps over a man. Oh my goodness. Fires a deep one down. Peter looking for Gabe Davis. Holy mackerel. So much you made of. So much you made of. A crucial matchup on Monday Night Football in just a few hours. Bengals versus Bills. The result goes a long way toward determining the top playoff seeding in the AFC. Mina Kimes, give us one thing you're watching for tonight. So superstar Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs has had a pretty quiet few weeks. That needs to change tonight if the Bills want to win this game, not just because he is by far their best skill player, but also that's a weakness on Cincinnati. Uh, after losing Shido Badobia Wuzier to injury at cornerback, they can be exploited, and the Bills need to find a way to get the ball and dig his hands to take advantage of that. Yeah, MK, as if I needed another reason to love the Louisiana State University guy that I am, this is Tredavious White matched <laughs> up against Jamar Chase. I can't wait to see this matchup. Obviously, Tredavious getting back off, off injury, getting his feet under him. You know he's going to be tested. You know at times Joe Burrow is going to want to find him down the field when he's not working the opposite side. And when a play has to be made, he tends to lean on Jamar Chase. Tredavious White, I'm sure, will be around somewhere. What are you getting the LSU Tigers up in here? I mean, here? they're just everywhere. They're Always. Just everywhere. Welcome to NFL Live. That's Marcus Spears. Mina Kimes here. Adam Schefter joining us in a live report on Bengals Bills from Hey, Lucas MK. Alters. Hey. That's 15 minutes away. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, later, a big man on you do not want to miss but let's get you caught up on everything that happened with playoff implications in week 17 we begin in the NFC entering yesterday there were still two wild card spots up for grabs in the NFC the Giants secured one of those spots with a 38 to 10 win over the Colts clinching their first playoff appearance since 2016 the G-men will be the sixth seed in the NFC playoffs fun to see and Geno Smith and the Seahawks kept their playoff hopes alive and a 23 to 6 win over Smith's former team the Jets was fun for him however Seattle still does not control its playoff fate. The Commanders did control their playoff destiny, but squandered that opportunity in a loss to the Browns, and apparently Ron Rivera didn't know what was at stake. To clarify, you said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Howell in consideration? We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers beat the Vikings, oh, then you guys are eliminated. Well, we'll see. Oh no, it, Swag, what happened there? <laughs> Ron Rivera. Mm. Beep boop. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, it is complicated, Ron. <laughs> I understand. Boogie, what? I don't know, it was very odd. Okay, <laughs> so we talked about this Friday. And we talked about Carson Wentz as opposed to Heineke, who should yes. start, right? It was a we knew the implications of you <laughs> we have choosing great between, researchers. <laughs> I, I mean, 
Call us. I know. Call. We're here. I legit. When I first saw this response from Ron Rivera, I thought he was like joking because they yeah. had lost the game and he was trying to make light of the situation. And then I realized it was real. And then I realized this is not how you bring in 2023. This nope. is not how you start the new year. I I struggle with this because the honestly, the first thing I thought, so would this have if you didn't know this? Mm. Would this have influenced your decision on the quarterback decision? And I think right. a lot of people went to that yeah. when they saw this response. That is the issue from from a serious football standpoint. That's the issue that I had. Like, was the decision for Carson Wentz because you thought that you were in a position you weren't in, or the critical position you were in, or trying to get? It seems like okay. someone should have mentioned that in the decision making if there was any confusion there. And here's the problem. The nightmare scenario happened. Let's go to Vikings and Packers. Critical NFC North battle for both of these teams. And of course, as we told you, it affected the commanders too. early first quarter. The Packers are trailing three nothing and Keyshawn Nixon back deep to return. Well, Nixon fields it five yards deep in his own end zone. He decides to take it out. He and then he finds problem. the hole. Look he at is him. a problem. He's been teetering on taking the ball back a few weeks now. Finally got what he needed, beat the kicker, gets to the end zone. This is how Green Bay gets their role going. You get in the end zone like that, you're going to do the Lambeau lead. The Packers take a 7-3 lead. Five minutes left in the first. Vikings going for it on fourth and three from their 37. And Cousins trying to force the ball to the tight window, but it's picked off by Darnell Savage. This is just great coverage, getting your hands on the football, tips and overthrows, got to get those. Green Bay walks it down for another touchdown. Get on the board twice, offense not on the field. Extending their lead 14-3, those Packers do second quarter. Packers now leaving 17 to 3. Green Bay with the ball. The Vikings 21 second and 11. Rodgers dropping back and airs one out for Robert Tunyon. See, this is how far they've came. This is the playmaking ability we expected to see early in the year from Aaron Rodgers. You saw it show up time and time again. Not gaudy numbers, but made exclusive plays that only 12 can make in a lot of those situations. The throws, a lot of the things that he did in the limited throws that he made look very familiar to the Aaron Rodgers. We saw one MV, win the MVP twice. Now everyone that was doubting the Packers is like, well, whoop, pause whoop, on that. I'm, I'm in the process of writing my apology. next one. Well, we'll see if you really need it, but how yeah, was Green time. Bay able to shut down what had been a pretty high powered offense for the Vikings? Yeah, look, one, th this turnaround, let's make no mistake about it. This turnaround is about Green Bay's defense. Yeah. They've been turning the football over. We saw it start. We saw the trend start against the Dallas Cowboys. Those two turnovers in that game by Ford really made a difference. But I, I, I posted a meme of, of, of Fred's, Fred Sanford, like <laughs> with these big goggles on, because Kirk Cousins didn't. Once Justin Jefferson was taken out of the game, I'm not sure if Kirk eyes, if he trusted. The things that he was seeing. They were vicing, they were putting guys on the inside of Justin Jefferson. Jair Alexander deserves credit for when he was manned up. And Kirk had to go elsewhere and he wasn't seeing the field yeah. at all very well. That was that's that's credit to Green Bay. Yeah, he wasn't seeing the field and he was also under incredible duress. And this was the biggest advantage the Green Bay Packers had in this game. We knew Minnesota's offensive line was banged up. You're down to your backup, backup center. And Green Bay exploited that. They leaned on their four-man rush. They didn't blitz Kirk Cousins. They hunted for mismatches. They used stunts to get their edge rushers inside. And as a result, Cousins was under pressure on, you see here, 31% of dropbacks. They hit him 10 times. Two of the interceptions, he had a pass rusher in his face. 
That's why they won the game. So credit to that defensive line. Kenny Clark was spectacular on the inside um, because they have really turned things around since the beginning of the season, both in terms of disrupting the passer and also against the run. So Welcome to the party. I know, right? And and uh, that makes me think, where really are we with the Packers when it comes to the playoffs? Let's uh, get through that. After dropping to 4-8 and eight following a loss to the Eagles back in Week 12, the Packers had a 3% chance to make playoffs, according to ESPN Analytics. Remarkably, they now control their own playoff destiny. I'm serious about this. If Green Bay wins at Lambeau against the Lions on Sunday, they're in. As for the Lions, they need a win and a Seahawks loss, while the Seahawks need a win and a Packers loss. Look at this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is like, you know what? Cut my hair. I'm ready to go because I'm dialed in at this point. Marcus, you think Green Bay ends up in the playoffs? Remember, the Lions are the crucial game for them on Sunday. I think they win. Yeah. Uh, because of, one, where this game is, the momentum that they're taking in the game, and they're playing defense. Now, make no mistake about it. The Detroit Lions are doing what teams have are not doing what teams have done against Green Bay, and that's turn the football over. They're yes. a physical football team up front. I just think there's some there's some room uh, with, with this home this home limbo thing, right? And a lot of people talk about the record with Aaron Rodgers, and you know we make jokes about it. It's a real thing. I played up in limbo when it's cold, when that mm -hmm. crowd is in the game, when Aaron is playing at a high level. But more importantly, we will find out about Detroit's maturity. Yeah, this team has won some games this year. They've had a lot of success, had some bad runs. They were able to bounce back from that. This will be the biggest challenge. I said it last week to MK. We will learn something about Minnesota. Third game, Minnesota played against a good offense and got stomped out. So yeah. Detroit, you're up. Yeah, uh, I think the case for Green Bay, aside from the improvement on defense we've talked about, is that this ground game, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, yeah. They looked as dominant as we thought they would be coming into the season. And, of course, you're going up against the Lions defense uh, that a couple weeks ago just got bulldozed by Carolina. Now, that said, Detroit also has a dominant ground game. Yes. And while the Packers defensive line, I was singing their praises, that is still a vulnerability. The Detroit Lions offensive line is not the Minnesota offensive line. I think this game is going to be won on the ground, but both sides have a case to dominate the other's defenses, and that's ultimately what's going to decide it. Yeah, including yesterday, the Packers have had multiple rushing touchdowns in three of the four games during their four-game well, win streak. Well, it's their formula, and it hadn't changed. Yeah, and I know you love that formula. Let's get to our top stories <laughs> with Adam Schefter. Bring him in, Adam. So glad to have you with us today. Lots of injuries have been the story lately in Philadelphia. What's the latest with Josh Sweat? Scary injury there, Laura, yesterday. Joshua went down, was stretchered off the field, taken to a local hospital after getting hurt on this particular yeah. play. He did tweet that he'll be back this season. He did have movement in his extremities. That was the good news, and everybody's pulling for Josh Sweat to make a speedy recovery and get back to the field soon. Jalen Hurts didn't play again yesterday, but the signs are encouraging for him to be able to play after missing the last two games with that sprained shoulder, the SC joint there. I think the feeling in Philadelphia is that he is likely to play, that he will be active with their number one seed on the line. I would think that Hurts will be playing on Sunday. And the Tennessee Titans with the AFC South title on the line Saturday against Jacksonville on ABC will go back to Joshua Dobbs, who will make his second straight start. 
Obviously, they trust the veteran, even though he's a newcomer, signed off Detroit's practice squad more than they trust Malik Willis. And so their division title hopes rest with Josh Dobson today. The Ravens head coach John Harbaugh said he does not know the status of Lamar Jackson, who's now missed four straight games, and it's been a month since he suffered his sprain PCL. Now, the Ravens could be playing, depending on what happens tonight, for the AFC North title Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals. John Harbaugh hoping to get more information about Lamar Jackson, but not only has he not played the last month, he hasn't even practiced once, so we'll see whether he makes it back to the practice field first this upcoming week. Yeah, Adam, certainly a lot that we'll all be involved in in the offseason when it comes to Lamar Jackson and that story. Uh, before I let you go, Adam, though, I want to get Mina back in here, as you see. Remind the two of you of one of our favorite Schefter reports of the season. This one coming with news out of Baltimore. Let's take a look back. We all saw the Ravens mascot Poe go down last weekend, guys, and nobody was more concerned than Mina. Adam, give the woman an update. I did a lot of digging and made a lot of calls and found out today the news that everybody dreaded. Poe is out for the year. We saw him getting carted off the field. He still had a smile on his face. <laughs> what a gamer. Now, I don't know that birds have ACLs, but it is a significant injury. Poe, we love you. <laughs> Adam, any update for Mina here? How's he doing? Yep, yep. Poe is questionable for the last week of the regular season. It's been a star-crossed wow. injury year for the Baltimore Ravens. They're hoping to have Poe back for the regular season finale. Please put this <laughs> under the breaking news on the ticker right po. now. Poe, <laughs> questionable alert. for week. Yeah, listen, oh, I mean, they're hoping he can make it back. But until you see him, you just never know with Poe. He is a quick healer, though, Mina. That's the encouraging side. Yeah, this is really good to hear. I mean, I wouldn't say it's quite on par with the Lamar Jackson return news, but should we send out an ESPN news alert? Yes. If this is not on the ESPN hot list right now, news. people will be so mad when they open it. <laughs> right, let's give a little switcheroo. It's either Lamar or it's Poe, but one matters more than the other. All right, we're just getting started here on NFL Live. Star quarterbacks Josh Allen and Joe Burrow will dominate the headlines in tonight's game, but here are who Mina thinks the difference maker will actually be. It's not the quarterbacks. Plus, with a loss to the Patriots, are the Dolphins' playoff chances shrinking? We're going to tell you more about him and why someone says a predictable offense may cost them the postseason. It's all next on NFL Live. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, 
and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. Free Game Headquarters is brought to you by Domino's. Get a taste of variety when you order off the Domino's Mix and Match menu. It's week 17, huge AFC Monday night football matchup for you. Josh Allen in the 12 and 3 build taking on Joe Burrow and the 11 and 4 Bengals. Lots on the line with these two top teams in the AFC. 815 Eastern on ESPN, ABC, ESPN2, ESPN Deportes, and ESPN Plus. Our coverage begins with Monday night countdown at 7 on E2. For more now, we check in at the Domino's pregame headquarters. Lisa Salter standing by. And Lisa, what a game we have. Miss Lisa! We knew that was coming. Happy Just, New Year, guys. Happy New Year. We love you. Just the third contest in Monday Night History that features two teams with at least 11 wins. Let's start with the Bills, who ha- have had to shovel themselves out in Buffalo last week with the snow. Are they ready to keep digging for that number one AFC seed tonight? Let's start with the weather, Laura. We are all getting a gift tonight with this unseasonably warm weather here in Cincinnati. After four feet of snow got dumped on Buffalo just 10 days ago, Josh Allen said it's a dream to be here in early January and have it near 60 degrees, guys. 60 degrees. Uh, The Bills are also coming into this game mostly healthy, including Allen, who says his previous elbow injury is now a non-factor and that he feels, quote, above and beyond at this point of the season compared to the past few years. And Allen's center, Mitch Morris, will return tonight after missing week 16 with a concussion. On defense, Pro Bowl safety Jordan Poyer told me that he plans to play despite a knee injury that has him tagged as questionable. Poyer said he's been playing through a torn lateral meniscus Mm. for most of the season and his limited practice weeks have really been about maintaining and just making it to game days. Will he be able to chase down the Bengals receivers with that knee? Poyer said, quote, I've got a lot of adrenaline. I'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, we'll rely on that, right? (laughs) Whoever wins tonight will tie their franchise record for wins in a season. And Lisa, don't sleep on Sensi for that top spot in the AFC. A victory tonight and their North champs and just a game behind Kansas City entering the final week. So are the Bengals feeling another January run right now? You're right. Don't sleep on Cincy. The Bills may be in the driver's seat to clinch the AFC's number one seed, but Bengals running back Joe Mixon, he had a reminder for people this weekend when he said, quote, we the big dog of the AFC. For anything to happen, it goes through us. And, Laura, isn't he right? Cincinnati is the reigning AFC champion. They haven't lost a game since Halloween. The last time we had them on Monday Night Football, I asked Joe Burrow to compare the current vibe of the team with their Super Bowl run last year. And he said, we're finding ways to win games just like we did last year at this time. It feels very similar. Also similar to last season's run, Burrow's connection with Jamar Chase, who says he's feeling 100% after missing four games because of a hip injury. Burrow said from Chase's very first practice back, it's been the same old Jamar. And the stats back that up. Chase piled up 32 catches and four December wins and averaged 89 receiving yards per game, Laura. 60 
degrees. Oh, Lisa, you deserve Just wanted to get that, that in you one more time. You deserve it. You deserve that. You deserve that. it. And Thanks, we will guys. see you I appreciate in just that. a few hours on Monday Night Football. <laughs> Thanks so much to Lisa Salters. Let's stay on this game for a minute here. Mina, when you look at that Bengals offense, what do you think is going to be the biggest challenge for them? Well, one of the biggest challenges is that they lost their starting right tackle, Lyle Collins, to injury. So there's a real opportunity here for the Bills' defensive line, particularly Greg Rousseau, who's their leading edge rusher now with Von Miller out, to take advantage of that, especially if Ed Oliver, who's been incredibly disruptive on the inside, gets double teamed. So we don't actually know who's going to be playing right tackle, but we do know this. Joe Burrow is going to get that ball out quickly. He already has one of the quickest releases in the NFL this year, but I can tell you something. With this mixed changeup on the offensive line, that ball is coming out hot. And when it does come out hot, as Marcus Spears would say, I want to see those hands in the air because he leads the league in batted passes this year, in large part because of that quick release. Greg Rousseau, not only a great edge rusher, incredibly long. So I want to see those arms up. I want to see some batted passes. And I think there's an opportunity for the Bills there to affect the game at the line of scrimmage. I love it, MK, in my DJ Khaled voice. Get your hands up. All right? <laughs> Listen, I'm going, I'm going to the other side. There's another matchup in this game. And we talk about this quite often, especially, you know, Mina earlier in the show talked about Stephon Diggs mm -hmm. and the matchup with him. I talked about Jamar Chase and Tredavious White. To me, T. Higgins is the answer, right? It's all about, usually in these games, it's about the others. Last year, when it was uh, Cincinnati um, against Kansas City, it was Chase and Higgins. Last, we look at Buffalo. Last year, it was Gabe Davis in the in the uh, championship game, in, one, in the divisional game against Kansas City. This will be about, I believe, T. Higgins exploiting the matchup. I, one, Tredavious White will be covering Jamar Chase, but they will help. Obviously, right. with, with how he's able to dominate uh, individual matchups. So, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Dane Jackson and T. Higgins match up tonight. So many good matchups across the field. That game just a couple of hours away on ESPN and across the ESPN family of networks. Coming up next, the Giants head to the postseason for the first time since 2016 and for the first time ever on this show. Someone here is praising Daniel Jones' poise. Wait to see who it is. We got some DJ love up in here, but not DJ Khaled. Well, we love him too. Anyway, we'll be right back. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. 
We have a Saturday doubleheader to close out the season as Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs take aim at the number one seed in the AFC. They're going to take on the Raiders at 4:15 Eastern. Then at 8 Eastern, Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars host the Titans with the AFC South title on the line. Both games on ESPN, ABC, ESPN Deportes, and ESPN Plus. Tons of coverage on those games coming your way as Week 18 begins. Let's get back to Sunday night football. And for this, of course, we go to the Steelers and the Ravens. Kenny Pickett trying to keep the playoff hopes alive here. A minute and two seconds left in the game. Third and eight at the Baltimore 10. And Pickett escaping the pressure for Najee Harris. The go-ahead score. Big moment. And the Steelers take the 16 to 13. Pittsburgh, you might have found something. You got a clutch guy. Look at that. Pickett. And then it leads to this. Mike Tomlin and well, company Tomlin. dancing Hello. in the locker room. There's Deuces. nothing better than him. Ryan Clark was like, hey, y'all keep wanting to fire Mike Tomlin. Don't be doing it because yeah, look dumb. how great he is. The Steelers win and keep it alive. Let's go to Teddy Bridgewater and the Dolphins visiting the Patriots. Under 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. Tied at seven. Second and goal for the Dolphins. And Bridgewater flicking it to Raheem Mostert hey, for the TD. I like Teddy. He improvised. Unfortunate that he wasn't able to finish this game. But Teddy did a good job outside of the pick six. Dolphins take the 14 to 7 lead there. Three minutes oh to play in the third. Third and 15 for the Dolphins at their own 24. And Bridgewater looking for Sherfield, but he's picked off by Kyle Duggar. And Duggar taking it to the house. Who has legit yards. been playing out of his mind? He plays so many areas of the field. He's a take the football away safety now Ooh, and a hard was, impact hitter. Golly, mm, mm, yeah, Bridgewater grimacing, shaking his hand as he left the game. The Patriots missed the PAT, go up 16 to 14, fourth quarter. Skyler Thompson now in the game, replacing Bridgewater, third and 14 in the Patriots, 42, and Thompson to Tyreek Hill on the sideline. But Jonathan Jones gets the tip drill interception, and then the Dolphins lose to the Patriots, 23 to 21. So what does all this mean? Okay, well with the win, the Pats now can control their playoff destiny. Look at that. However, next up for the Patriots is a trip to Buffalo against a Bills team that could be playing for the number one seed in the AFC next week if they win tonight against the Bengals. The Dolphins would get in with a win and a Patriots loss, while the Steelers need a win and losses by both the Patriots and the Dolphins. Now let's start with the Dolphins here. Mina, what did you make of their loss yesterday? Just horrible luck all around. Yeah. It's been kind of the story of the second half of their season with Tua and the injuries. You know, I think Teron Armstead. But I agree with Marcus. I thought Teddy Bridgewater was playing really well until mm -hmm. that pick six and injury. And I actually think if he had finished the game, they would have had a good chance of winning because the Patriots defense did a great job taking away the Dolphins' top wide receivers. We'll talk about that in a moment. They neutralized the run game altogether. But Teddy was doing an excellent job of checking down, using his legs, occasionally improvising. So it's just a real shame that he's got this injury because they are still in playoff contention and the offense basically fizzled out altogether when he went out of the game. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on that injury for sure. Let's go to the Pats who now control their own destiny. Marcus, how have they clawed their way back into the playoff yeah. picture? Look, it's no coincidence that the New England Patriots and as we talked about Green Bay earlier in the show, takeaways and mm. then they're scoring on defense. I think the New England Patriots have seven defensive scores this year and I think four in the last four games. But this is Bill Belichick's calling card, right? This is the part of the team that we expected to carry the load as they're doing for an offense that has not become explosive yet. The defensive line is starting to stop the run. Barbar has been a godsend coming off of his injury. Oh, Him and Devon Gauchar so are in the center of that uh, defensive line. So I, I just look. This is the formula that Bill Belichick loves to hang his hat on. Obviously, the, the Buffalo game is coming up. 
the only way you win that game to me is on a defensive performance that's Gotta out be, of this right? world. Yep. So I look forward to seeing that one next week. But that's how they back in this thing. And the Patriots defense to me was especially impressive when you consider how outmanned they were at yes. cornerback against these wide receivers. But because they have so much safety depth, they were able to use their safeties to compensate for that. And then also to sow confusion in the minds of the Dolphins quarterbacks. Marcus, you alluded to this. I want you to tell, tell you guys where Kyle Duggar was lined up in this game. 16 snaps at safety, 25 at inside linebacker, 7 at slot. Three at outside corner, twice on the defensive line. They did not know where he was at any given moment, which is, of course, how you end up with this pick six. Yes. He shows blitz. He drops back in cover two. He's got eyes on the quarterback, and then he jumps the route and does what he has been doing all year, which is getting his hands on near, in this case, on the football. He is turning into an absolute superstar. He's a Swiss Army knife in this defense. And he is arguably the biggest reason why they won this football game. Yeah, I was at the grocery store this morning, and the lady who was at the checkout line was like, I just hope the Patriots don't make it to the postseason. I'm like, well, I got wow. I got some news for you, because the they, they might. Defense, so oh, haters they got a tough, they got a tough, tough one <laughs> They're hating week, everywhere, right? Time to read and react oh. to some of the biggest storylines from yesterday's games. We begin with the Jets, who started the season at 7-4, and four, but are now eliminated from playoff mm. contention after losing their fifth straight game. During the losing streak, New York ranks last in the NFL in offensive points per game and turnover margin. Mina, is there an upside for Jets fans, though, after the late season collapse? Yeah, I think there is, which is they know exactly what they have to do this offseason. There's no murkiness. There's no question. They have to find a quarterback. Look, Mike White, it was playing through injury, so you got to acknowledge that. But he did not play well in this game. He is arguably why the Jets didn't win the game. And I think it's good for them to know, okay, you know, Mike White did good for us, but we really need to upgrade a quarterback. We have to do whatever it takes, trading picks, throwing a huge contract out there. It doesn't matter because this team is too good to waste another season of missing the playoffs. Man, I'm excited to see how that all unfolds. Yes. Hey, it wasn't all bad for New York football, though. The Giants clinched a playoff spot behind Daniel Jones, who threw two touchdowns, ran for two more, and a blowout win over the Colts. Jones ran for 91 yards, 77 of which came outside of the tackles. That's the most by any QB in a game this season. Marcus, what's the biggest reason for Jones' improvement this year? God blessed him with the ability to run at Brian Dayball at the, at the same time. <laughs> Listen, this is about <laughs> the, we have not talked this season about, and, and we talked about this years, even starting on this show, NFL Live, when we all got together. Daniel Jones panics with the football. That is no longer the case because he knows that Brian Daybowl will use his legs. He will create plays off of Saquon Barkley. You saw the runs. You saw the fakes. You see him getting him on the move. He's playing the position more comfortably. That's why we talk about coaching and how much of a difference it makes in the development of a quarterback. Daybowl did the same thing with Josh Allen. He's taking it over to New York. Coincidentally, a better quarterback, and now the Giants are in the playoffs because of Daniel Jones and Saquon Juan Barkley, but Daniel Jones' improvement more than anything. Props to Daniel Jones and props to Brian Dable. It was fun to watch them celebrate. Back to tonight, Buffalo Bills at the Cincinnati Bengals. A huge game with top seeding in the AFC on the line. A lot matters tonight, and it's coming your way in just a few hours. Let's get Adam Schefter back in here from the Domino's pregame headquarters. Adam, what do we need to know about tonight's game, starting with the availability of Bills safety Jordan Poirier? Well, you heard Lisa Salters earlier, Laura, say that Jordan Poyer has been playing this season with a torn lateral meniscus, but he is planning to be out there tonight for the Bills, which is great news. The Bills are 14-0 in the last 
14 regular season games that Jordan Poyer has played tonight will be another game that he will be out there despite the fact that he's questionable with the knee injury. The Bengals won't know until game time, pregame warm-ups, whether or not they'll have their standout defensive end, Sam Hubbard, who's listed as questionable, limited in practice with a calf injury, and they don't want to make a decision until they see how he looks and feels during pregame warm-ups tonight. And this will be the most anticipated late-season Monday night matchup that we've seen in quite some time. These teams have combined for 23 wins, the most wins going into a this season, late in the season, Monday Night Football game since the Broncos and 49ers played in 1997. And Laura, not to age myself, but I was at that game, cover that game. It was Steve Young versus John Elway. The 49ers won 34-17. And I remember getting back to my hotel that night in Burlingame, California, and getting a call pre-Twitter, pre-social media. Hey, are you aware of the fact that the Broncos linebacker Bill Romanowski spit in the face of the 49ers wide game. receiver J.J. Stokes? Was that that was the same game in which these two teams met with such great expectations. No way. You know what? You bring that up, and it makes me think of this picture that we just oh! <laughs> Was that the same year, Adam? I mean, about the same time. This was Adam, Safety. right? <laughs> Laura, I was going to wear, I was going to wear that outfit tonight. And at the last moment, I had to send it out to the cleaners. Oh, yeah, all, rats. Yeah, yeah, 25 years old, that outfit. Safety, yep, you have aged gracefully, my brother. I was going to say, you look, you, good, you look exactly the same. Well, I'm going to keep it funky. You uh -oh. look better than you look in that picture. Oh, let's you look go. better right now than you look in that one. He's like a fine wine. But you hadn't met, better. He hadn't met Swagoo yet. That's well, why. right. So that's what <laughs> helped him look better. You know what? That happened to all of us, right? We meet Swagoo and we look better. All right. Thanks to Adam. Each week here on NFL Live, we help the league spotlight the high school coach of the week. And the Bengals chose Andre Parker from Princeton High in Cincinnati. Right, coach, coach Parker has led his Vikings to a 20-5 and overall record in the past two seasons. Congratulations, Coach. Parker, our coach of the week. Still to come here on NFL Live, despite a rocky season, the Buccaneers have officially clinched the NFC South. Hear what our analysts have to say about their chances in the postseason. They still have Tom Brady, but are they really Champa Bay? We'll tell you next. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Fighting Spirit Moment is brought to you by Modelo, brewed for those with a fighting spirit. And Tom Brady sure showed the fighting spirit yesterday, throwing for three touchdowns as the Bucks beat the Panthers. 
and clinched the NFC South crown for all of the troubles with the Buccaneers this year. There they are. They are guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. Brady's 432 yards easily his highest output of the season. You can't count this guy out this Tom Brady guy. All three of those touchdown passes went to Mike Evans. He finished with 10 catches for 207 yards. Marcus, if these two get on the same page heading into the playoffs, do you think the Bucks have the chance to make some noise? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's still real that when Tom Brady gets in the playoffs, mm -hmm. it's a problem. Um, but you saw this, this report, Bill. This is what they struggle with all season long, and it was perplexing to a lot of people that Tom and Mike couldn't get on the same page. Obviously, him and Chris Godwin were the, were the unit that you saw have a lot of synergy, but this was the explosion. Now, I don't know why the hell the Carolina Panthers kept playing man-to-man -man on Mike Evans. Yeah, I mean, what was up with that? I, after you give up two deep shots, you probably should put somebody else over there. That's just dumb. But outside of that, outside of that, this was a good sign for Tom Brady and Mike Evans because that's the connection yeah. he's going to need if they're going to do any damage in the playoffs. All right, so the Bucks will either host your Cowboys or mm -hmm. the Eagles in the wild card round. They're two of the best pass rushes in the NFL, so watch out, Tom Brady. Yeah, I struggle with that one. That, mm. that, yeah, we'll that, see what happens. The offensive line still wasn't impressive. Back to tonight. Huge Monday night football matchup with the DraftKings same-game parlay. For that, we go to Mina Kimes. So, Mina, over under one and a half touchdown passes for Joe Burrow. I'm going over a bit reluctantly because the Bills have only allowed over one touchdown pass three times this season, but I think the Bengals' biggest advantage in this game is their wide receivers against the Bills' cornerbacks, so I expect them to exploit that. I like it. T. Higgins, over under five and a half receptions tonight. Uh, again, over using the same logic about the Bengals wide receivers against the Bills cornerbacks. The Higgins has also averaged 6.5 catches per game over the last six games. I think that'll continue, and I think Joe Burrow will go to him. Josh Allen has seven rushing touchdowns this season. Does he get number eight tonight? Another yes for me. I like offense in this game. I also like Josh Allen's odds of running the ball generally. That is something that Ken Dorsey tends to go to in close games, smashing that run Josh Allen button. And I think this is going to be a close game that they really, really want, so they're going to run him. Coming up a little bit later, we're going to make our picks in tonight's game. We're not all on the same team, so Ooh. stay tuned for that. Yes. New on NFL Live, the Week 18 schedule is set. The Packers and Lions will wrap up the season on Ooh. Sunday Night Football. If the Packers win, they're in. That's what they tweeted. Sunday Night Football in prime time. We'll find out if the Packers make the playoffs. Marcus, what's coming up next? Oh, you know what it is. You know what it is. We back in the 2023. Happy New Year from the BMB. My <laughs> man, Eric Armstead said, nah, player, you can't stay in the club. I need to go get your running back. This just made the bump because I have three that's coming up. And if one wouldn't have had been a sentimental thing, I probably would have had this one in there. But I'm I'm in the new year. I'm going to be the black DJ Khaled on ESPN. Bring in the new year, BMB. Wow! DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And this week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus a special shout out to any Ohio viewers in our audience who can now bet with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and use code NFL Live when you sign up. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. It's big man bowling time. And y'all know how we turn up on this segment. Finna give you all I got. Kevin Dash. <laughs> Let me introduce y'all to the big fellas that made plays on Sunday. Let's go. Somebody better block him. All you doing is saying, where did he come from? Morgan Spears Jr. with the rip club. Go get the quarterback. Big men be balling. Get the shoes. Get the shoes. Get the shoes. These are called cane shoes because I'm about to raise a lot of cane with this BMB. Let's go, baby. Let's pull my man Cam Jordan up. Cam, I had to put you on here. It wasn't all that pretty. It wasn't one of your normal gorgeous rushes. It just went underneath and got him. But this was sentimental, Cam, because with this sack, you became the all-time leading sacker in New Orleans Saints history, big fella. Congratulations. You know you my dude. I'm going to see you in Vegas, and we're going to chop it up about 115 and a half. Okay, let's get to it. Lord, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. This is Dexter Lawrence, people, pushing Quentin Nelson. By the way, let me remind everybody, Quentin Nelson is one of the elite guards in the NFL over the last five years. And this mound of a man, Dexter Lawrence, just got up under him and said, come into my house, take my food, go in my refrigerator, and I'm going to get out of there without anybody noticing. Damn, Q, my bad, bruh. And then, and then I'm looking for somebody. I can't find him, though. Where is he? Oh, where is Aiden Hutchinson? Justin Fields don't know, obviously, because now they have decided to start playing us at DB. I don't know when this happened, but I know this athleticism was going to lead us to this point at one point. Soon you will see 6'5", 265-pound cornerbacks. Aiden Hutchinson with the pick coming off the sideline. Aaron Glenn, you a fool for that one, bro. You put a defensive lineman in coverage. You hid him from the offense. Justin Fields had no idea where Aiden Hutchinson was. He jumped up when he got the ball. And the most important thing we did was we got on the ground because we don't like nobody to hit us. And we got the halftime. That's BMB for 23. My man Cam Jordan, congratulations on your record. Dexter Lawrence, you ain't had to do that man like that in front of his mama. Aiden. We playing DB now. I don't know what to call us anymore. Is it still BMB? Is it athlete BMB? I don't know what to say anymore, Boogie. Well, you're an athlete as a BMB, so let's go ahead and change the name. Can we change the name? Yes. Okay, there we go. Officially named. 230 pound DB. Golly. Okay, back to tonight. One of the best Monday Night Football games that we will have seen. We hope it lives up to the billing. It, it will. Should it will? 
That's where it all goes down in Cincinnati in just under four hours. All the coverage right here on ESPN, of course. And this will be Josh Allen's sixth career start on Monday Night Football. If the first five were any indication, we could be in for a show tonight. Allen has thrown 16 touchdowns with only one interception in his career on Monday Night Football, the best ratio by any QB all time. He also ranks top five in completion percentage and passing yards per game. But tonight, Allen faces a Bengals defense that has been stout during Cincinnati's seven-game winning streak. Joe Burrow told Lisa Salters they've been finding ways to win these games. Well, a lot of that's had to do with the defense. Marcus, what will be the biggest challenge for that Bengals D tonight yeah. against this Bills okay, offense? Okay, it's not often that I get jealous of Troy Eggman and Joe Buck, except when the regular positives <laughs> hit. But I am jealous that I'm not at this game watching this in person with these guys and, and more importantly seeing Lou Anarumo and how he's going yeah. to handle Josh Allen right when you start thinking about the Buffalo Bills in any clutch game any big game when plays need to be made usually it's with his legs Lou Anarumo has answered this call and that's why it's so important to find out if Sam Hubbard will be the guy when they rush that three yeah. when they rush those three MK and they drop okay. a defensive lineman not only is it about dropping a defensive lineman it's about a body being big enough to get Josh Allen on the ground. Yeah. Lou Anarumo figured that out against Kansas City last year, gave them a tremendous amount of problems. He also eliminated Patrick Mahomes from using his legs. I want to see tonight when Josh Allen, in all of these critical moments, when we see him take off and make those devastating runs, what the answer will be from Lou Anarumo and the Cincinnati Bengals defense. It's so easy for us to say, yeah, just put a spy on Josh Allen. <laughs> Tell that to a linebacker. Do it again, okay, do it when again with your hand. gigantic man is barreling at you full steam. Just put a spy on him. It'll be okay. It creates such Anything. problems for defenses because you can't really play man and turn your back on him because yeah. he'll, he'll run on you. And as his own defender, it puts you in conflict at all times. And that's a problem, by the way, because the middle of the field is an area where I actually think the Bills already have an advantage. So last week I talked about the Bengals having an advantage outside the numbers. Between the numbers, the Bills have the fourth best offense passing in football, and the Bengals actually have the fourth worst passing defense in terms of expected points between the numbers. Assuming that they're going to put that. extra bodies on digs and have, you know, he's going to be the centerpiece of their defensive game plan. There will be opportunities in the middle of the field for Dawson Knox, their tight end, Isaiah McKenzie, the slot receiver. And as we've often seen, it, it, it ultimately can be up to those secondary or third options for Buffalo that make the difference on key downs. Yeah, one of the things that Mina brought up off the top of the show, though, is Diggs getting going yeah. tonight. Yeah. How important do you think that is? I think it's huge. I wanted to actually ask MK a question if, if we got time. You got a minute. MK, you got a do you – do? You just talked about them in the middle of the field. Do you potentially put Diggs in the slot at times Ooh. and let him work that area? I would love to see them do that. They Because as I said earlier in the show, Stephon Diggs has been pretty quiet the last few weeks. They do move him around. I would say even more, put him in motion, stress the Bengals' coverage rules. You have to get him targets because, yeah. you know, the truth is there is a pretty significant drop-off between him and Josh Allen's other options in this offense, especially yeah. with the ball in his hands. If the Bills win tonight and next week against the Patriots, they clinch the number one seed and home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs. Let's get some game play. Hold up. Oh, we're cute. cute. Hey, uh, Nina, you first. Who are you taking, Bills or Bengals tonight? I'm taking the Bengals. I just feel so nervous about this. But 
I just don't think the Bills can cover both T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and that's it for me. Same reason, MK. I think the weapons for the Cincinnati Bengals, especially finding the matchups to exploit where they have the advantage. Okay, you two. Well, let me come in here and hit you with the Bills, Jammer. The Bills are going to win this game. Save a lot us. of it has to do with Josh Allen being great in these moments. I think the Bills win solely because of him. And if I'm wrong, we won't talk about Tomato, it. Tomato, tomorrow. Time for one more thing before we go. Check out this moment from Houston where Texan safety Jalen Petre intercepted a pass and <laughs> he's trying to celebrate by throwing the ball. It was stuck to his glove. And Marcus, what do you think about this? What's he is got that in that legal? glove? Is well, that I don't legal? know. The glove is literally stuck to the ball. Is that so stickums. <laughs> we got some. Stick well, if you want interceptions, you do you get get the type of gloves he got. Yeah, I don't right? know what they are, but get them. I em. need those. That's like me when I'm trying to make a PB and J for Reese's lunch, and First I stick all, my I hand into the jelly, <laughs> and then I'm stuck you, to everything. You're so non-athletic. I know I, that is true. Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow on NFL Live. Enjoy Monday Night Football. Super glue. <laughs>